from the back basement. in time. We're back from the basement. We've, we've got to graduate to the living room. We got new digs. Yeah, you we're moving on up. I'm sure you can hear the difference. Uh, what are we watching? So this is an audio commentary. Ooh, aren't they all audio commentaries? Specific to and to be listened to over the watching of a film. We're going to watch a movie that I've been desperate to get you to watch for decades. Who, me or the listener? You. Oh, Friday the 13th. I've been trying to get you, the listener, to watch certain things for decades. Friday the 13th, part two. The 13th, part two. Friday the 13th, okay. This is Jason Voorhees. So I got my hockey mask killer. Except he doesn't have a mask in this one. Part we'll get two. To wait, wait. <laughs> part two, is it's where it's him, right? It's not his mom? That's correct. Okay, so it's his first appearance as the as adult Jason. Jason, as adult Jason. Okay. He appears in a dream in the. In the and movie. he's not yet a druid like in part six. That's Michael Myers. Oh right. Well, he, so I'm right. I in, was in correct. part six of Friday Thirteenth. He becomes a zombie. He wasn't a zombie. Okay, I'll hold it for this movie. Okay, let so, me see what he is. If you want to watch along with us, you're gonna need a copy of the movie, which is probably streaming somewhere, or if you're a horror fan, you have it. Uh, what you're going to want to do is is hit play on it and then pause right when the stars come up over the mountain on the and title. Page. I my challenge to you is I think there's 22 stars there. So you did, tell me did if you I'm wrong. These? I did it real quick while you were yammering on about things. I said I'm going to count these stars. Oh, he's counting. He's there's, 20, there's 22. It looks like. Look at that. It looks Look, like that's right. Well, if no one believes us, you know, feel free to call in. Yeah, numbers on the screen. As always. Right next to the little mountain. So. Pause it as soon as you see the stars pop up, and then I'll count you down from three, three, two, one, and then we'll both hit play together. Right. I don't have a remote. Well, I have your remote. And, and listener beware, I have a cat who is, I guarantee you, going to jump up and knock something down at some point. So that might come as quite the shock that's not movie intended. And here we go. Three, two, one, play. Now I have to turn the closed captioning on, which I should have done beforehand, but I am a dumb person. Mm. On always. We'll turn it off after. Yeah, you say that now, and I'm going to be sitting here for the rest of my life. I did say that back. now. It's on record. All right, so I don't know if you've ever seen this movie. I've never seen this movie. Well, did you ever see the first one? A long time ago. Because you're about to watch 10 minutes of the first one over again. All right, well, that's good. <laughs> it really, I believe because this is before the days when everyone had VHSs, they, they just wanted you to come see the movie, but they couldn't not explain to you what happened in the first movie. This is now reminding me of It, and I like it, and I think there's going to be a clown in a sewer that's going to say, want a balloon, little boy? Is that what he says? He says, want a balloon? At I least the Tim Curry. Georgie. Movie. Oh, yeah, that's there's, right. There's our first look at the feet of Jason Voorhees, that's which I believe is. is being played by a woman right now. Because they didn't have... They didn't have male feet? They didn't have uh, the actor that plays Jason in the scene, and they just had the costume person do it, I believe. Is I there, could be wrong. Is there actually a face reveal for him, or is it a Darth Vader sort of thing, where it's James it? Earl, like, do you really need an actor? Do you just in need this a opening guy? scene, you just needed feet. Hmm. I feel like you just need somebody in a mask. This is a very uh, Halloween opening here. <clears throat> so, there's the windows. so there's our survivor from the first movie, Alice. I thought this was retelling the first movie. Oh, here we go. What do you dream about, Pete? I dream in fully edited recaps of previous things that happened to me. She's Okay, why? Is that what's happening right now? I don't know if you can tell. It's a bad dream. No. She's Oh, there we go, the wave. Oh, I love the classic wave. Uh, Pamela Voorhees. 
That's the mom. Glorious blue sweater. So there was no hockey mask in part one? There's no Jason in part one. There's no hockey mask in part two. So there's no hockey mask in the first two movies. Not till part three do we get him in a mask. You solved it. I saw that mystery. Good work, gumshoes. So this is one of my favorite movies because for its 90 minutes or 87 minutes of runtime, 70 of them them are tremendous. This first 10, the last couple, eh. (laughs) So we have to do a full recap. I'm sorry, yeah, I'm... uh, I, I am trying to actually see what's happening, so I really don't. Or I suppose I could just ask you to tell me what is happening here. Well, this is where she's she confronts out. her and says, "It was me. You let my child die." Yeah, part one has the problem of being a murder mystery without telling you it's a murder mystery, and then telling you who did it when you didn't know who it was because she wasn't in the movie. It's mm. one of those lazy ones. Okay, <laughs> I haven't seen it, so it well, you can't see it coming because this isn't a character in the movie until she shows up and says, "I'm the killer." <clears throat> So there was no motive for the killings at the beginning, then all of a sudden they slap a motive on at the end? They didn't know why it was happening, but right. she had a good motive. Well, theoretically. Here she is, now dreaming of Mrs. Voorhees's own memory of what happened. Nice. Yeah. Right. It's pretty good. Now, you just ever I... think about this logically? She's having a memory of her son drowning. Why didn't she go save him? It's like that Phil Collins song. She's looking right at us. This one it sounds about. She can about. feel it. That's what his song's about. That's the rumor. He's singing to Mrs. Voorhees. I was there. I know what you did. Right. She wouldn't wouldn't lend a hand. But she's apparently standing on the dock watching her son drown and then blames everyone else. Well, that's what you do as a parent. I mean, what I'm saying is if I pay money to send a kid to a summer camp... Which you work at as well. it's It's not my problem, though. Oh, I see. Right? Like... She's on a break. I'm not in charge of swim instruction. She's on a smoke break, and she's like, oh, my son's drowning. Well, <laughs> where's those goddamn instructors? They need to do their job. Well, they were off making love. Oh, is it? So she's got legitimate beef, I yes. think. Now, All right. this is where we run into some, some problems. Oh, this is where the problems start? Yeah. I thought you just in, gave In the a... series? Oh, it's perfectly fine. Oh, within the series? Yes, within the series. Wait, is this real time or still a memory? We're still in memories. Okay. Oh, yeah, because um, is the mom dead? Is that how part one ends? I, I don't want to spoil the next 30 seconds, but yeah, she's not going to make it. <laughs> no, I, was, I, was, I thought she had a legitimate grievance. This is terrible news. All right. The, the idea no, of a Billy's part, mother, her. The idea of a part two is, has, a, has a fundamental problem at its core. The reason that Mrs. Voorhees is killing people is that her son died. Yes. Ooh, Why is her son I walking around? <laughs> Why is her son walking so where's he been for the last 30 years? Or where has he been? been? And there's a line in this movie where one of the characters says, legend has it, he saw his mother beheaded that night. What was he doing? What was going on here? He never popped up in all those years to say, hey, mom, I'm fine. Why is this kid in a boat? Well, she's trying, she thinks she's safe now. because She's drifted off into the lake. Who the hell is she? Is that the lady who was dreaming? That's Alice. And she's still dreaming. This is a dream this inside is a- of a dream. This is Inception. <laughs> Ah, Christopher Nolan joint. She's dreaming of her dream from the first movie. And there's baby Jason popping out of the lake. Still a child. (laughs) Because that's not actually happening. That's happening in her dream. I think this is fun. Yes. Okay. So, just re-showing this creates all the problems of wondering, well, then how is Jason walking around as a grown adult? Because now he's getting vengeance for his mother getting killed. 
Well, yeah, again. Who was getting vengeance for him getting killed? Well, where was he? He was in the lake, clearly. Yeah, he's a. It's living in the lake. But that was two months before what we're seeing in the open. So she's she's dreaming about two months ago. All right, so. So he grew up to full size in two months? Oh, this takes place two months after she kills his. This opening does. The bulk of the movie takes place five years later. So this opening is two months later. Yes. But now we're in a dream watching two months ago. And we're, by the way, Jesus. we're still watching it. This is the I, longest I, introduction. I, now we're out of the dream. But it's two months later. It is two months after the events of Friday the 13th. And now he, Jason's going to show up as a grown-up. Yes. Oh, wait, how long ago did the initial... Because he died in the past, right? He died in 57. Yeah, so... And then 79, I think, is when the first movie takes place. So he's just been hanging out for... Literally. This is, these are things the movies never try to answer. Ooh, I like the mirror back there with the little flower on it. Very cool. And that wallpaper. Hideous. So brown. So this is part of the long tradition of survivors coming back to not make it out of the opening. Spoiler again. She's not yeah. going to make it. Yep, that's something even I've noticed. I recognize that trope. She was not told, my understanding is, she was not told that she was not going to be the star of this movie. She showed up on set and they were like, oh, we filmed the movie. We just we need just you to need do this you for today. Fantastic. That's got to make you feel good. Uh, I believe in real life she was being stalked by somebody too. So she was, because of her role in the first movie. How, uh, how, what was the time gap between the two films? A year. Oh, so this was a quick... Quick turnaround, then? Everything with early Friday 13th can be, be described as quick. Well, night, well, how about Nightmare on Elm Street? Uh, 84, then 85, then 87, 88, 89, 90. Yeah, everything's quick. Whoa. Were there any other of the big franchises from the 80s? Halloween took 78 to 81 to 88 before it got to... Right, well, yeah, I guess that's why I don't consider Halloween until, until a certain point. I feel like the 90s it started to really yeah. ramp up. Halloween is... A victim of its own success. It, <clears throat> there were no plans for other Halloween movies. Right. But then Friday the 13th and the like hit so big, they're like, we better get some of that money. So they inspired a whole genre, which then inspired it to make more. Right, but that's why I never really considered Halloween part of the... I always think of Jason. I think of Freddy. I think... Yeah, Michael Myers is right in there, though. He got he got down and dirty with them coming up often. Oh, in the 90s, dumber. I feel. Yeah, like late 80s. 80s what, late 80s, though. I don't really remember yeah, him getting dumber. 88, 89. There were four and five back-to-back like that. And then 95. Oh, I guess. Yeah. See, I'm old enough that the late 80s, early 90s all blend into one time. Now, one of the things that I find interesting about this opening and a couple times during the movie, is that this director, Steve Miner, does some interesting things with the camera that you don't usually see. Now, they're doing Psycho How old was he? What? He said he was a minor, so how how old was he? Uh. (laughs) 16, 17? Did he have to to leave the set at 8 o'clock? Watch the shot. Watch this. They're going to open this up. It's it's point of view like Psycho. Well, the opposite of Psycho. And then she's just staring at the camera. (laughs) But it's artistic in a way that I've never seen one of these movies do. What is happening? Well, that was the, you know, there's, it's it's basically the Janet Lee. She's the star of this movie, right? Well, she's about to die. They put her in the shower. Okay. And it led to the same kind of result. And instead she's, she's staring back at you. Like it's, it's a fascinating choice. I want to rewind that and watch it again. That's not how this works. All right. But that was really weird. It's fascinating. Like he's got some style. That these movies I don't, don't know what that style is, but oh, I like it. Yeah, it's interesting. And here we go. She's uh, it's weird. She's not gonna make it. 
I was really pulling for her. And she made it out of one movie. Whatever her name is. I don't so think... She, was she the only counselor to survive? Yes. So everyone else was dead except her. So the plot of the first one is that, that the camp has been closed because of murders in the past. The very opening scene of the first movie is two counselors getting killed the year after Jason drowns. So they close the camp, and now they're trying to reopen it in part one. This part two... So in part one, they're trying to reopen it, and they all get murdered again. Because she wants to keep the camp closed. Right. Okay, makes sense. That's what I mean. The second one is not about reopening that camp. It's counselors... That that camp's closed. Nobody can go in there. It's counselors in training for a different camp that happens to be on the lake. But they're not actually camp counseling. They're in training for counseling. (laughs) All right, well... Eventually, it leaves the lake, right? The lake oh, goes far Unfortunately, behind. yes. Yeah. And it, he goes off on other adventures. The farther from the lake it gets, the worse the movies get. Mm, did he go to hell or did somebody else? He did, but that's not actually what happens in that movie. I remember the poster, sir. There was his mask, there was fire. You got, you got the title right. Jason goes to hell. But he doesn't spend any time in that movie in hell. Was it the 80s? It's false advertising. That was 90. Three. Yeah, I guess that wasn't hell. I think the 80s might have been a hell. Ah! Now somebody, definitely, somebody definitely threw that cat in the window. I know. <laughs> that was my thought. Why did somebody throw a cat through the window at her? Is Jason and then, doing that? And then throw it back up onto the table. That cat did not jump. It, it free fell. I do not think that's a happy cat. I don't think that cat's alive anymore. Oh. I haven't done the math on it, but let me guess. It was 1981... Mm, carry them was there um, it's, uh, nothing it's a lot of I don't like his chances it could be oh there she is Mrs. Voorhees head in the refrigerator and now you're dead why where did her head come from so he collected it he kept it and he wanted her to know before he killed her why this was happening so he was just hanging out waiting for her to open the fridge yep and he wants to remove her tea from the- well lest the house burn down well he's not a criminal no <laughs> Not a smooth one, anyhow. Dun-dun! It's going to explode. Part two. Nice. That was very action-y. I know, right? Very action film. Now we get into actual movie. Have any of these people done things that are not this movie? Amy Steele is is in April Fool's Day. Remington Steele's daughter? And, let's see, Stu Charno's in There's a Warrington Gillette... Stu Charnos and Christine. So a lot of razors here. Walt Gorney is Tom McBride is Danny Friday 13th McBride's part one. uncle. Tom McBride is, is passed away. Bill Randolph and Mortimer. I was going Randolph Carter. Mm, ooh, good one. H.P. Lovecraft statement of, for the listener at home. Yeah, if you want to just take a pause and read that real quick. It's a short one. Yeah, it's a fun one, though. Any H.P. Lovecraft is a fun one. Especially if you're a devout racist. Ooh, oh, yeah, that is rough. <laughs> oh, yes, we're just sitting here silently, right? That That's happens. Great podcast. podcast. There's nothing on screen. Well, you want me to read the titles? Black. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to read the titles to you? Is that right? Yeah. What do these people do? What's an associate producer? Hey, I've heard that guy's name before. Associate producer is someone who's related to somebody with money. Mm, is that how that works? What's an editor do? <laughs> Nothing this podcast knows about. Ooh, so that's a co-producer. So how is he related to the money? 
That means he gave some, I think. Okay. Ron Curse. Has he done anything else? Oh, I don't know. Who's Victor Miller? Why did he create these people? Well, is it a comic book first? Victor Miller is the reason that these rights have been stuck for so long because he cre- he wrote the original screenplay and the debate was if he wrote it for a job or if it's his. Mm. So who owns the rights to what? An adult Jason doesn't appear in it, so who owns the rights to that? It's why this whole thing became so muddled. Oh, I'm not wrote, saying he's wrong. I'm just saying that's what He happened. wrote the first um, Friday the 13th. Yes. And Look at that truck. I know. I was thinking that. That's a hell of a truck. 1981. It's, it seems like sturdier and better built than what we have today. I know nothing about cars, so... There's Crazy Ralph. Crazy Ralph. I like him already. He's the trope of the doomsayer. But here's nothing. the thing. He's correct. It's, it's unfair I, that he's, I like the lack of bras it's in unf- the early 80s. It's unfair, that he's labeled, films. it's unfair that he's labeled as crazy when what he's saying is correct. Now here's... See, this is a director who has ideas. You can see what's happening in the back of the frame. It's all one shot. They're getting yep. towed out of there. I'm paying attention. It's, I always. That's not what you don't get. This in the later movies. This kind of style and, and in the later part of the thirteenth movies. You mean? Yeah. I always appreciate a single shot, and then I love background stuff. Just action in the background. You know what I've been watching? I've been watching Barry. Yeah. The HBO show. Serious to tell you the truth. Oh, too and you'll be like, this guy's crazy. Yeah, but I like the crazy people. Yeah, you are all doomed. These two specifically, yeah. you're doomed. Do that soon. I know. It's cool. Is this? Some, are these two of our main characters? You know what this movie does? It really reminds me of a summer in the 80s. Just look at it. Sure. Just you know why? Do you know why it does that? Because it was a summer in the 80s. <laughs> I can smell it. I can smell that summer 80s smell. So Standing this, outside a gas station, as, as kids did. They shot uh, full nude scenes for this girl, and then found out later she was 17. Ah. So they burned that real quick. Yeah. They did not know. She lied. You can't do that in slasher movies. You know what they expect of you. This guy. Why is he mad? zero fucks. Where? Who? Why are they taking this truck? I thought it broke down. No, no, no. no. Oh, they They're just totally like, parked where he shouldn't have. Oh, they parked like goobers. I got it. Or did he? Did he? What? Wow. How far are they towing this? How this far are they planning on running? That's a good question. I don't know. Hey. But it was all a prank. Who's this guy? One of their friends. One of the counselors. They beat him up. One of the things that this movie does better than all the other Friday the 13th is that all of the characters are just like nice people. They just enjoy hanging out. They're just they're in love with each other. They're they're having fun. They're just they're seemingly like people you would want to know. And you don't really dislike any of them. So when they get butchered, it's like, oh, that's actually kind of sad. That's what happened in oh well in uh, Spoiler free, I guess, but Scream 6 really did a good job making you care about the characters. It's amazing how the only thing you ever want to talk about is Scream 6 spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to spoil Scream 6. But I am saying that movie does a really good job of making you... Yes. So you look at these. They're just smiling and loving life, and they're <laughs> off to spend the summer together. Uh, what could go wrong? I don't know. They're it's in New weird. Jersey, I believe, for this. It's... So that you mean wrong. the actual location? Yeah. Okay, where they filmed it? Yeah. Where is it supposed to take place, Crystal Lake? I think it is New Jersey. Hmm. <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, they, they moved the production to California after this, and it just doesn't look as good. Also, the third one, what's supposed to be the lake, is basically a tiny pond that you can see all sides of at the same time, because they're like, yeah, that's our lake. And I'm like, I don't think that's, <laughs> I don't think that's the same lake. These movies don't ask you to, to think a lot. 
Look at that perfectly cut branch that's in the middle of our way. Well, I think it was there on purpose. It didn't fall. I don't know. It... People are trying to keep them from where they're going. Who's trying to get... Wait. The town people don't want any of this to come back. So they're in secret and stopping anyone from going to this they're place? They're trying to. The police don't want them there. The uh, the crazy old man who's already warned a bunch of people that died that they're going to die didn't want them there. Was he from the first movie? Yes. Okay. Hey, what you got? What is it? It's a piece of convenient sign. <laughs> Camp Crystal Lake. Ooh. I wish they would put the state so I know. I believe it's New Jersey. There's your phone. Oh. I had to keep that in my lap in case, you know, Kitty called. And she did, by the way. I'm going to get a talking to after this film. <laughs> you can take the call right on the air. That's, <laughs> That's what people want to hear. Hello? Yeah, can you bring home milk? Yeah. Cool. Watching a movie. Ooh, I see a hand. I see a hand. Someone doesn't want them there. Who could it be? And we've talked before about how Texas Chainsaw Massacre is basically a reverse home invasion movie. Yeah, that's right. They broke into his house. They're not coming. He wasn't doing... Yeah. What, he wasn't bugging Why are you buddy? walking in that house? This is on a territorial level. Basically the same idea. It's like, this is my words. <clears throat> Where he's been hiding for 30 years watching his mother get murdered and yep. just now taken, chosen to then... Well, maybe he had everything going for him and he just had a nice life living in the woods and then his mother showed up and got killed in front of him and he's like, well, I guess i got to go take care of this problem. It's as good a theory as any. Okay, that's what I'm running with. His 80s fashion, look at this. <laughs> she was ready to go shopping at Walmart. You know what's great? With that shirt, when she was running, when she was, this is pure 80s. Yeah. Yep. When she was running up, I'm like, that could be a guy or a girl. Because those little midriff bearing shirts are popular for everyone in the 80s. Didn't uh, Tom Cruise wear that same shirt in Out Outsiders? Probably. <laughs> pony boy. Stay golden, pony boy. So these are all the people who are friends. These are all wanna... the lovely counselors. Except three quarters of them we'll never see and they don't have lines. Okay, but they're here to... Train. Train to start up the camp again. Yes. Specifically this camp, or this is just a convenient camp that they can do training at? Don't know the answer to that. Okay. Well, these are the details. I, I know need. they're here for two weeks to train. That's but Paul Holt. But not a choo-choo train. That's Paul, Paul Holt. Holt. The, the Steve counselor. Holt. That's the uh, leader of the counselors. That guy. Paul Holt. All right. Blonde guy. We Flannel. Yep. We got the wheelchair guy. Wheelchair guy. Crazy Ralph again. Good old crazy. I see you, cat. Not on TV. Here in the room. Here comes our final girl, Ginny Field. Oh, our new one? Yes. We my favorite it. of all the final girls, maybe in any movie. So they're going to establish here that her car has car trouble immediately. Because the script, again, is smarter than most scripts they're smarter than the average script yeah instead of just her getting the car and it not working and rolling your eyes you go oh that's right your car doesn't work very I well i feel like that's something that's uh has to be established now in a lot of horror movies like, yeah they, the number of times they don't establish still things. now today yeah because i feel like a lot of the ones i or maybe it's just the ones that i like best are the ones that give you all those little those little details just to make it a nice tight story So her and Paul have a thing going on. Mm, Paul's blonde flannel guy. Paul is blonde flannel guy. 
Gotcha. Again, no one wears a bra in this movie, do they? Uh, I can't tell if Paul's wearing one or not. <laughs> I it's bet you he gets shirtless at some point. He might. I don't know. Uh, I mean, these movies have to have some nudity. Mm-hmm. I think all of them but six do. Is there ever male nudity? Uh, in this series, I think there is a little bit, yeah. All right. Keeping it equal. I don't know that it's equal. Well, yeah. I feel like there was a whole slew of films in the 80s that was pretty much softcore port. Oh, wait. We could, we'll could. we watch Five one day. That's what Five is in this series? Yeah. Five, we're recording this on the anniversary of Five coming out. Which is Today, also William Shatner's birthday. This very day. Yep. William Shatner, 92. Yep. I learned that on another podcast. So I've got many different podcasts I'm on. Yeah. It was the, it was the same podcast. Mm, I learned something. Though. I like Jenny because she doesn't put up with any of Paul's shit. Did that just say belly slap? No. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> I haven't really been reading I can't rewind. Yeah, we can't listen to the audio because it'll catch <clears> on the mic. But Right. Uh, and apparently that's illegal for some reason. The good news is most of the dialogue doesn't matter so much. No. It's You're really just looking for the, the scare value of the cats being thrown through windows? That's a good title for a, something. Yeah, I don't know. A website, which we can plug. Mm, I thought those were spiders. This is... Uh, the reason that she's the best final girl, to me... In all of horror filmdom? She's my favorite. She's more than Laurie Strode. I mean, Laurie Strode's the best final girl, but she's the reason she's my favorite is that she's a child psychology major and she uses that to help her later and she, unlike other uh, characters who either don't know that they're in the situation or whatever she hears about the legend of Jason and she really thinks about it logically like what would it be like what would he be feeling what would he be doing and I find her fascinating for that reason that she's a very caring person but all these people are very caring people there was the the beginning of the best joke in movie history where he says if you've had your period uh, be careful because there's bears out there. That's the setup. <laughs> is that one of the first uses of that joke in film? I don't know. Okay, well, I'm but curious. It's the setup. I claim it. We'll get to the best punchline. <clears throat> okay. Much later. So that's the setup. That's the setup. Is there a bear attack? Is it a cocaine bear attack? That would be... Oh, I wonder if cocaine bear was in these same woods. So you saw cocaine bear. Is there a, is there a period joke somewhere in there? I don't think so. Oh, that feels like a missed trick. It feels like a missed trick for that kind of movie. He didn't want period blood. He wanted cocaine. Well, yeah, but that attracts him too. So imagine how angry he'd be that it's not cocaine. Now, do you remember up. the ten-minute recap we got of part one? Not really. Because here's another five-minute recap of part one. Awesome. I We're not going to see it this time. He's just going to tell the story. Oh, good. I can bone up. Mm. So not, not, enough Jason. Cam- not enough campfire scenes in so these movies. By this... Oh, yeah, right, no. Jason has to get rid But by this logic, it's all set now, right? Like, Jason didn't care that people were camping out at this place because he didn't really drown. That's why none of this makes right, sense. Right, right. He was fine. It wasn't until his mom was, you know, killed. So now he went and killed her. So he should be quits and done. I think that this scene was necessary just so they could try to make their new lore because this it doesn't jive with the original. This particular scene? Yeah, where he's saying, like, oh, well, he came back and, you know, he saw his mother beheaded, and it's like, that doesn't make sense. But that happened two months ago. That happened five years ago. Oh, now we've jumped forward five years in yes. time. Okay. So, so he's back living in the woods for five years. Theoretically. Theoretically. He's still just a, a myth. But now they're saying that he came back and got revenge. That's the legend. Yes. But the myth is that he 
killed all these. He killed that woman who killed his mother, which we saw happen. So we know it's real. Okay. But they don't. All these people are just. They've heard the stories, and he's just explaining the the, the lore to the viewer. Taking you at your word that that wasn't just another dream sequence where she was killed and it could be she just, she dreamt of a dream and dreamt uh, of other people's memories. So again, very inceptioned. They've been inceptioned. Maybe they are. Maybe they're an inception. Mm-hmm. We'll see if Edith Beloff starts playing, and then we'll know. Yeah. She's acting real hard right now. You can tell. Blonde flannel. Yeah. Paul. Look at him. He's like I'm acting. What, what is he? Thirty-eight. Forty-two. Yeah, he's he's seventy-four, playing twenty-six. <laughs> hey, who's that guy? That's the caveman. That's Ted Stu Charno, the guy who had the uh, thing toad. He's the uh, oh. comic relief of this movie, but he's actually Nerd. funny. The nerdlinger. So this is just them oh. saying, "Oh no, that's real. Don't worry about all the death that has happened already." See what he's saying now would make sense. <laughs> Jason Drummond is where he was killed. That would make sense. <laughs> the fact that he's walking around makes no sense. Well, my problem is, why does he get angry at them now? I'm building this off of my Because premise. they're there. There's the spear that he just had, setting that up. Oh, yep, yep. We're setting things up. Okay, I like the set-offs, I the wonder, payoffs. I what is that called? The premise? The promise of the premise? Is that a thing? Maybe. It's Chekhov's spear. Yeah, it is. You gotta check it off your list. Look how happy they all are. He's like, oh... Yep. Those are my friends. Oh, look at this good-natured arm wrestling contest. Yep. Look, Remember when Sylvester Stallone did it and he just adjusted his grip and ripped the guy's bicep uh, off his I arm? I think you're forgetting the most important part. I probably He am. turned his hat backwards. <laughs> did they live in a truck? Him I, and his son in that movie. They might have. I think they did. Ooh. Ooh, who keeps watching? Hey, what was that? Hey, and another thing. What was that game where you got to play as Jason and you hunted people through? You were either like a counselor or a Jason? Wouldn't you just assume it's called Friday the 13th and not have to ask? No, because I remember it was some weird licensing. It's Friday the 13th. Okay. Which is why they stopped making uh, content for it. I played it a little bit and it was clunky, but it was tons of fun. It is is a lot of fun. I, I got I was Jason the two time I played and I That's felt harder terrible because I'd never learned the controls yeah. and I just everyone I killed one person and I feel it was more that the person also didn't know how to play, so it was, it was a pretty comical Jason. It's if you're good at being the Jason that can be a lot of fun, but it's it's actually scary to be the counselor because oh I can imagine you know, he can teleport like he <clears> can <throat> in later movies. I I feel in one of the games the counselor's really all right. What do we got going See, on? See, she beat him in chess. She's smart. Okay, she's she, the new final girl. Yep, she does. Uh, she does oh. not die in this franchise because she refuses to come back for the next one. Oh, so she doesn't come back? Uh, wanted, that was going to be my next question. They wanted her to come back. Okay, I like they're just dancing. Was that a thing? I know it's probably never. It's happened, a thing in these movies. Every one of these movies has people dancing. To the listener at home, did anyone ever just like dance with their friends? Is that a thing, or is it just something that is movie only? Because I know I didn't do this. No, we, we didn't have friends. No, that's true. Well. Yeah, but I didn't want to ever groove with you, buddy. See, she wants to go check out the old camp. I thought they were at the old camp. No, they are on the same lake. Oh. That camp is off limits. So she's like, let's go, bro. Yeah. And, and he's other like, I'm going to do whatever you want. I was like, all right. Walking distance away, or they got to like take a boat? Yeah, they got to go through the woods a little bit. Mm, excitement. Someone's out there. So this is her cabin. This is uh, 
This is where we get oh, a bra. We're gonna start. Yeah, someone wore one. There yeah, you go. payoff. Yay! We're gonna get the uh, the payoff to that joke soon too. Ooh. The punchline. The best punchline. One I didn't catch for somebody's years. gonna get punched. On on a line. Yeah. <laughs> on a line. All right, so they're she's done. Oh, party. they're shadows. <clears throat> Looks like there's a hat. That guy's got a hat on. I know it's creepy. It's, it's crazy, Ralph. Or it could have been uh, Freddy. Yeah, that's crazy, Ralph. Freddy. Freddy didn't exist yet in 1981. Time travel. Mm, time travel dreams of the. See, dream. they were setting it up for the franchise. Friday the Freddy versus Jason. By Christopher Nolan. <laughs> right. Did we? Here's one of the rules: you don't say who's there. Is that a rule? I well, don't know any of the rules for surviving a horror movie, despite having watched decades of this stuff. Hey, come on, flannel blonde. You know, in a way, yeah. that opening with Alice is kind of the proto scream opening, where it's just one character stalked around her house and off before the credits. I never thought about it before. That's basically Drew yeah, Barrymore that, done. But that's a low weird tech dream. I know, but it's it's basically a low tech Drew Barrymore. But then yeah. you can say that for anything where somebody's just followed. Isn't that what you could say? Oh well, it's a main character as opposed to like um, what's her face in Scream Two, who you follow before she's killed. Oh no. make it. The boots. Who's where did they get in shoes and pants? Again, that's Crazy Ralph. Oh yeah, right. Oh. We're gonna get the most. We're gonna get back to back. The most unlikely death of all time, and the funniest joke of all time. <clears throat> all right, happening soon. Yeah, Crazy Ralph is, is a peeper, hmm. and he's hanging out by a tree. I thought they were. Pete, how tall are trees? That tree specifically, with you see how thick it is, it's probably pretty tall, right? Yeah. Here's the setup for the joke. Something I have to tell you. But now we're gonna cut away, and we're gonna see an impossible death. Trees are tall. Yeah. How did this happen? <laughs> how, how did he loop this around his head from over the top of a tree? <laughs> Maybe he went down low. No, he came from up high. Now we're in the next morning, and it is time for the finally the payoff. Well, we didn't have to wait that long. Yeah, it's pretty long to remember a, a setup. Spoiler alert. Yeah. I don't remember the setup. The setup was... Uh, if you're on your period, beware of bears. She has to tell him something. <laughs> I know it's great, right? <laughs> it's comedy gold. I've seen many comedies that don't have a joke that good. No. Do you remember in Return of the Killer Tomatoes when George Clooney tosses the pizza up into the air yep. at the very beginning and it never comes down no, until it, the end? It comes down later. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. This movie's, is like, it? this movie's in the lows, too. <laughs> no. Oh, that's Michael Myers again. I, I keep forgetting who wears the jumpsuit, like the work overalls. Yeah, that's Michael Myers. But sometimes he wears a flannel. That's Jason. Flannel. I've seen a lot of Halloween costumes where he's in a flannel. I think you just see people that have uh, flannels uh, wearing a Jason mask. Well, they sell them. That's what um, Sam wanted to go as last year for Halloween. Now, I, I know that Jason mask is iconic, but I prefer this... Old sackhead version. What? Oh, that's what this has. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it's way scarier. I again. I think I mentioned it on a podcast somewhere. I want the full-on modern hockey mask. I know we that mentioned it on this podcast. This one right here today. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember anything. Ah, so there's Muffin the dog. I was hoping that he was not brought here for ill intent. Well, 
Maybe he'll be fine. Well, I really hope so. He seems like a... Oh, this is sad. This is like watching a child die. I don't want this. How many times have you watched a child die? <laughs> More than I'm <laughs> Oh, and I cut the hot dogs on the grill. Oh. This movie's got... Oh, oh that's look, a pun. There's, there's a chainsaw setting things up. Okay. <clears throat> For the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in New Jersey? The New we Jersey Chainsaw, chainsaw Massacre. chainsaw that she's equipped with? I've seen a spear. I've seen a chainsaw. A car that doesn't start? I've seen a car that doesn't start. I've seen some hot dogs. Yep, you saw some hot dogs. Okay. Here's another one of those avant-garde shots. It, very first, like, is that somebody watching you? Is it somebody in the woods? Or is it just a weird camera shot? If we had the... I feel like if somebody... Audio on. The music gives it away. I believe that they play the theme only when there's someone there. Oh, was there? So, ooh. So, if you're listening, there's theme music when the... I think that's right. When the camera and you're looking at somebody like pointing It seems like a meaningless shot, but we got to see where she puts that chainsaw. Okay. Because they're taking their time to set up all of the tricks they're going to pull off later. Got to put it in this cupboard. Now we all know where the chainsaw is. <clears throat> so these, this isn't a common thing in a lot of um, film franchises or horror franchises. Hey, most of them in this own series put so little thought into what they're going to do. Or how it's just throw a bunch of people in and get them naked and killed? Yeah. Okay. The, the classic 80s sequel. Yep. And this one has that, but it, it also has somebody who cared enough to figure out how to set up all the fun things they wanted to do. Because somebody the, who really tried? Yeah, the final act of this movie is just so much fun and Part of the reason is because they, these characters are so likable, and part of it is because they set everything up, so <clears throat> you kind of are like, oh, no, that car's not going to work, and you just, it's earned. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's work. not hard to do, but it's shocking how little they do it. Now, they're off to go check out Camp Blood. Oh, so that's what they were, so they talked about it the night before, and now yeah, they're and she, And he thought she was, like, not kidding, you know, not serious about it, and she's like, let's go, and he's like, ah, fuck. So she's the wild and crazy one. Yeah, well, yeah, she's 17, and she was like, let's get this. <laughs> she's lying about her age. And she's lying about her age. And then, so they've committed a felony in what they shot. Uh, I think I think they're okay. Well, what has this director done? I think he did Halloween H2O. Okay. Speaking okay. of water. Do you remember, I think it was a Stephen King short here, story. Here comes another good joke. Not her joke. Her joke's terrible. But this guy, Steve, Stu Charno... Playing Ted up on the. Up on the <laughs> Sorry, that was a terrible this, joke. This one's actually good. And he had to come up with this on his own in the moment. What's brown and sits on a piano? Beethoven's last movement. That's solid for, for. For not having a joke before the yep, scene started? That's solid. Pretty solid. But come on, a frog in a blender? She didn't have a joke either. <laughs> I'm pretty I positive scenes like that work where they're just like, just go say something and we'll, we'll fix it if it needs to be fixed. And then they just leave it in. Why did the dead baby cross the road? Oh, God. It was stapled to the chicken. Ba-dum-bum. Oh, I, I should have kept that sound drop ready to go. Well, the ba-dum-bum. <clears throat> we should. Tell me, I'm going to fully mix this. You don't know what those words mean. I know what they mean individually. I like how he's always just out of frame. Nobody can see him. He's a giant man. That's not just, the creeper anymore. He's always he's dead. just standing right next to that tree and nobody looked. Well, the trees change. Sometimes they're big and sometimes they're small. Depending on what he needs. He's a druid. That's, again, that's Michael Myers. <laughs> I don't think so, buddy. I'm looking at the evidence presented in this film. What do you know about druids? Um, hmm, that's a good question. They're from the Celtlands. They wore robes. 
They threw people in bogs. Which which of these do you think best describes that you think Jason Voorhees is a druid? Hmm. His love of hockey attire and the sport. Is there one where he does end up in a hockey rink? Oh, no. Oh, no. They found pieces oh, of what no. appears to be muffin. I hope not. It's one of my favorite shots because it's ridiculous they're this close to the road by after going into the woods like this. But but <laughs> I've done that before. But you need it to have that cop car there so it isn't just like where this guy's materialize out of nowhere. Right. Because this movie cares about those small yeah, details. It's you have to choose between the two and I think they picked, I think they picked right. Well I don't know how much time you spend wandering through the woods, but I have thought I was deeply lost and then I'm like, Oh look, there's a McDonald's. There's no woods around here. I've I've been other places. I once went to a park. Are you just playing the Kashyyyk level on Star Wars? I have done that. I got nice lost there, too. And then I found a McDonald's. See, the police are like, just stay away from that goddamn camp. They're all... Because they were over at the new ca- or the yeah. old camp. They didn't want them here. They don't want them on the lake. They don't want them even on the new camp. They don't want anyone. They don't want people here because they, okay. they're afraid this guy's going to come back. Of this guy who showed up five no years sense. ago. He in, allegedly showed up five years ago and killed... Um, somebody who. But killed. he didn't show up here. He traveled for that. Oh, did he? Where was She's she? She's not living on the lake. She was in the town. Though, she was right? in a city somewhere. Uh, didn't you know? They showed I the don't... outside. It was all. It looked like. Rain. I don't know. Looks like something for the listener to write, call us about. Just look for that number on the screen. How did he get her? How did he find her? Find who? Alice. Did you just look her up in the phone book? I guess. I mean, my theory is, again, he did not drown. So he's just been living his best life out there doing whatever Jason does. Oh, we're going to see Jason's house. Oh, okay. Excitement. It is. We're going to see it in a minute, too. Well, okay, hold on. But not before the worst chase scene ever committed (laughs) to film. Oh, there he is. Was that the sackhead? That's old sackhead. You know, if you gave him one of them big, uh, it it looks like something from one of the uh, Silent Hill guys from the video game. Yep. Pyramid? Yeah, pyramid head. But he has a pyramid head, not a sack. I feel bad for this clearly out of shape officer who apparently is learning to run in the moment. <laughs> oh, it's like oh, he didn't make hair. Oh, this is this is wonderful. So this guy, Jason's not even running. He's like this fat fuck. Now is this actual Jason legs or female legs? Again? I have no idea. Mm. I know this guy's struggling. You gimp cat. My gimpy cat's attempting to jump on the... T- a different one this time. This guy is... Uh, he's just a brisk pace for Jason. I like his stroll. I like his pants. Look at this. He's never run before. No. <laughs> that was the cat jumping on a table. Now, here we go. Right through the rock with the... They gotta remember that. He's just... I love how he stops over well, he's checking his hair. Perhaps he should be listening for pursuit. Here we are again. How do you end up back here? It's, is this New Jersey? Yes. That's where Blair Witch took place, right? I think so, yeah. Or is it Maryland? Oh, I think it's Maryland. You're right. They're close together. He must have got lost in the woods. I think the road's right behind him. This guy can't... It's funny he found anything, because he can't be following anybody at this point. Is this Jason's house? This is Jason's shack. Now, in theory, he could have just built this in the last five years. Yeah, it looks pretty modern. <laughs> well, I'm just saying maybe for the other 30 years, he was like a lawyer or something. <clears throat> and then his mom's died. He would check up on her every once in a while, and it was just, you know, coincidental timing. 
So Jason was chasing this guy, and he finds a house and says, I'm going to go take a little sneaky peek. Despite somebody pursuing me. This guy was so afraid of Jason coming back, he just runs into the woods to chase what he thinks might be Jason. He's he's bold. I don't know how he's not so out of breath. I watched him run here. (laughs) Ooh, doors. (laughs) I like that Jason cares about doors. He feels the need to still shut things. Yeah, I know, right? He locked it up for the night. Right. He's like, I'm going to close this door, my storage space. How does he have plumbing? I don't know. What is happening? So I don't have sound. Someone banging on the walls? No, someone fell. Oh. Shoddy workmanship. He's doing the best he can. I don't What's think he behind this door? Well, I don't know. He was a lawyer. What is behind that door? We're setting up something else. Are we? Yes. What are we setting up? Show me now. What the? Oh my god! Oh, you got it. So there's three of them. Nice. So there's three different people. There's about three different people. I saw two sets of legs. One set of legs was walking up to another Jason set of legs, and then all of a sudden a hammer hit him from behind. I don't know how you think that's three people. I saw two legs in that room. One was just the feet shot. Uh-huh. One of the feet was walking up, like sneaking up to that's him. That's two people. Yep. Then it cuts back to the guy who's standing in the doorway. He hasn't moved. Those were his feet that were But he wasn't. he hasn't moved from where the first shot was of him standing in the doorway. All right, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but then who hit him from behind with the hammer? It was Terry Kaiser. I don't know who that is. <laughs> He's in part seven of this. We discussed Terry Kaiser. I know the like, name. He's Bernie. Oh, we can have Bernie's Terry Kaiser. you got to tell me the look, reference. Look at these counselors who we haven't had any interaction with who just, their job is to move off screen. Whenever the camera gets near them, just move. You know, I'm not going to lie. All of these people look like they're 15 or 16. Like, they just look young. That's how you know you've gotten old. Yes. Because they're, That's like, what they're 25-year-olds playing teenagers. I cannot tell any of them apart. Anyone who's, like, 30 or under, just I'm like, all right. So what's happening is uh, they all get to go into town for the night, except for the characters Wait, that... What? Is this a paid thing, this, uh, like, training? It seems like they're all just kind of having fun. I didn't realize it was, like, an actual job yeah, they're job. doing. All so right. they're all going to go into town for the night, except for the people that we're going to have to butcher. Oh, these are all murder people? These are all the murder people. That's why we've been following their stories more than the other ones. Half the camp's gone now that we didn't know anything about. They're just going to get out scot-free. Gotcha. Because they're just going to drink. Uh, The opposite of a lot of the... But what makes it interesting, and why this movie's kind of cool... Jason is a fornication monster, right? He doesn't like the fornication. Yeah, he'll he'll be... That's his dig. That'll be happening. Okay. Uh, Ginny and Paul go with them. Which one's Ginny? The main girl. Oh, and then Paul's blonde hair, yeah. flannel. Those are the two we've been following the most. So since they leave the camp, you would think that like the danger's going to follow them. Yeah. Because, well, they're not in the danger. And I th- always thought that was interesting. That oh, yeah, yeah. You're, the expectation is that these are your, your guys. Yeah. And then and the reason that the uh, the 17-year-old uh, girl and her boyfriend couldn't go is because they went to the camp when they shouldn't have. When they went to the camp when they shouldn't have. And, uh, which means, since they're going to be left behind to die... It did end up costing their lives that they went to that camp. Uh, 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 the old trickery curse. She stayed because she's looking for her dog, Muffin. Oh. Because they did not tell her that they found what appears very clearly to be dead Muffin. Poor Muffin. Would you tell her? That her dog was dead? Did Probably. They think they I don't think I would offer it, but when I saw her for the next day just walking around calling for everywhere, I'd probably be like, yeah, I'd probably tell you something. Now, am I one of the counselors in these movies? Uh, you are... 
if I was, I'd be like, oh, baby, I'm so sorry. And then I'd be a shoulder to lean on and cry on. You know what I mean? I'd be working at the smooth angle before I was probably stabbed in the back of the head by waking up the fornication monster. It's the truck full of people that aren't real characters in this movie. But they they get to live. They do get to live. Ted gets to live. Because he told that good joke. Frog in the blender. He's probably the most developed one of these characters that ever just got, wasn't a final person or a murdered person. He just got to live. Uh, First nudity. Yep. Is it full nudity? Yep. As we do. Skinny dipping in lakes, as people do. I have never been skinny dipping in a lake in my life. You know, it's nice and warm in New Jersey. There's no snakes in the water. Looking to bite other snakes. I mean, she was barely dressed to begin with, so I guess it's not that big of a deal. (laughs) This is, is like the, the opening of Jaws, except with no taste. Is she the first kill? Or I mean, is she going to be? I think Alice was the first kill. Oh, yeah. I'm not counting her. I mean, Crazy Ralph. This, oh, yeah. Crazy Ralph, who was strangled from behind a tree somehow. Somehow. Did he what? just drop down from the tree? I was about to say, what if he was up in the branches the whole time? Oh, another arm wrestling competition. And nobody beats Mark. <laughs> is it because his legs don't work? Oh. Ooh. I don't know if it's because of... <laughs> Is this, is this kind of like the uh, added strength for right. challenge people? So his, he's learned to use his arms with double strength. How did he lose? Is he making them just feel good? I believe Uh-oh. he got in a motorcycle accident. I think that's something he says at one point. I know he has a great line where he says, she asks, are you going to be in that chair forever? He's like, the doctors think so, but I don't. I'm not going to die in this wheelchair. And then he does. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Another good setup. It, it's... It's a brilliant movie, Pete. Well, it's because some of these sequels, it's they go for the comedy, and the and some of them go for the, oh, we're going to make this very serious and pretend it's a real thing. So I never know when I watch them what tone it's going for. Yeah, this one definitely goes for serious, but uh, what, it works, what makes it work is that all these characters are just, they're so watchable. A lot of these movies... You well, just I'll say. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> Good timing. You don't get uh, characters that you... you care about in such short time in these movies a lot and these right, ones for like, sure i just I, they're all they don't deserve this <laughs> this specifically oh look she just went she just like it is on the other podcast she jumped down the the puddle and popped it oh yeah right <laughs> it's a real thing folks open manhole covers don't trust puddles <clears throat> oh anyway my point from way back when it was a stephen king uh i think it was one of the movies uh, the raft, where there's a bunch of kids out on one of those rafts that float, and the black, like there's this black tar that comes in. Pete, put your penis away. <laughs> oh, look. You're the one who said you wanted to watch this movie. All right, go ahead. All right. No, not that No. <laughs> the raft, the raft. Bustin makes me feel good. I've established this. Let me work. Nope, she's... Stephen King. Yeah, it was. I think it was, like, I think it was called The Raft. It was a short story, and it was one of those, like... Uh, not Tales from the Dark Side, but those movies that had a mm-hmm. bunch of short stories. Creepshow. Maybe Creepshow. I think it was Creepshow. And the black tar surrounds the raft. Uh, you know you know this one or not? I think I remember, yeah. Right, and if you touch it, it like dissolves you and eats you. So now they're just stuck. They're like, can you make it? It seems it's the toying thing. It was a fun story. So he gets caught in a, a trap that I assume, assume Jason sent. Up. What about Crazy uh, Crazy Ralph? Crazy Ralph doesn't know traps. No? But he it? immediately blames Paul. He's like, God damn, Paul and his wilderness bullshit. <laughs> As if that's like a piece of Paul's character we just didn't know about. That he sets, <laughs> he sets traps out there. Bear traps by the lake. 
Very uh, Fred Rogers from Scooby Doo. I just like that it means that Is he's got Rogers? some like resentment of Paul buried in him somewhere. Fred Jones, sorry. Fred Jones, yes. the ascot. Don't touch my ascot. See, she throws that at the camera. This movie has so fascinating. Many, I, I didn't even. She's gonna do another thing here that I think is just in a second that I think it's also visually impressive—not impressive, but interesting. And these movies never have this. She's she's looking for help to cut him down, and she's gonna pop back into screen here. It's fascinating. That's cool. I know it's it's. But a, she didn't look at the you know she didn't acknowledge no, no, the no. camera, but it was just a yeah. It's an interesting way to do things. I don't know. That's pretty neat for no real purpose other than look what I can do. Yeah, but it's all, you know, it all looks good. It all adds to like a visual style that the other movies just don't really have. It just feels like they're aware, like more aware, because they're always looking around for the thing. They might not see it, but they're always uh, looking around for the thing. No, he was the first kill. He didn't have sex though. Well, the third kill. He tried though. Uh, so that's good enough. That's a crime. Uh, you know what? We didn't see what happened when he finished. Dancing. Is that another cat that someone threw at her? Yeah, we didn't see what happened when she, when uh, he finished dancing with Muffin earlier. So we don't know that he didn't have sex. No. Oh. And what if he was just trying to help cut him down, but he's just really nearsighted? Yeah. <laughs> he just that was Paul. Yeah, damn it! God damn it! Paul, it is bullshit. <laughs> I like that none of her shirts have bottoms. No. Well, she just was, doesn't own one. Well, it was the style of the times. It's like I get my shirt back. This is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> now I wonder because I've never paid attention to fashion did a lot of people dress like that or was that just specifically for these types of films I don't know that's the end of her though we don't see her die she just runs she sees the camera This she sees what's there well, the other time she misses it she sees it this time well I'm glad she gets away safely um, I, was, I was two when this movie came out so I don't remember I don't either that's my point I know those short shorts. I don't know why it was my point, but it is. Those short shorts were sure a thing, but the... Uh, those weird little tank tops. Shirts, I don't think that was real. I remember the cowboy thing with these people in the hats and the vests. It was a weird choice. In New Jersey? Yeah. yeah. I remember those like urban cowboy and stuff oh, sure. like that? Like the those Bee Gees movies with John Travolta, Staying Alive. So you get this weird cowboy disco thing. Saturday Night Favorite. Yeah, that's what I mean. Staying Alive was the sequel, I think, right? I don't know. It was a BG song. But look, just chums hanging out. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. In all these other movies, you kind of get the impression that the people, not all of them, but enough of them deserve it. Right. And this one, it just nobody deserved this. Well, you look for it, and a lot of the... I'm thinking of Megan, which just came out recently. That was a, here's your people, and here's why you want them to die. And then yep. you get to see them die. That is the I watched uh, the story. new Children of the Corn. How many are they up to now? Eleven. Did you ever read the short story of that one? <laughs> no, but I do know that it was only 14 pages long and published in Penthouse. I didn't know. I, I read it in one of the anthologies. They've somehow made 11 movies. They're going to pass <laughs> the number of pages that there were. That'll be pretty cool. I haven't seen anything past, I don't know, three. So He Who Walks Behind the Rose, I've never seen. I know he pops up in like four or five. Yeah, there's that in this one, too. It's a remake, but it uses different aspects of the different movies. Did they bring back Gordon Bombay? He was never in. He was in part one. No, he wasn't. That's Peter Horton. Children of the Corn, part one? Peter Horton. No, it was uh, What's-Her-Face and Emilio Estevez. It's not Emilio Estevez. It's Peter Horton. I watched it. I watched that one again too. Yeah, I called bullshit on you, sir. 
Well, who was the girl? Sarah Connor and, yeah, and Peter Sarah Horton. Connor and Gordon Bombay. Peter Horton. Mm. You, you can look it up. Oh, I'm going to look it up. Definitely you better Horton. believe I'm going to look this up. She, right now, she's, she's trying to get inside Jason's head if he was a real person right now. <clears throat> For no reason. They're just kind of like spitballing, born she's, at the bar. She's sympathizing with them. She's empathizing what? with them. For for a fictional character? For a character that she she doesn't know that he's not real. Well, okay, but you know what I mean. It's a legend that's happening yeah. right now. Okay. All right, I get it. I'm just starting to, starting to figure it out. But that plays off, too. They Her trying to get into his head is set up. Because the last 20 well, minutes you gotta of this have, movie yeah. are excellent. And it pays off all these setups. Yeah. That, well, yeah, you've been telling me that, so I've been paying attention. Cause I'm no, you're looking up you. Peter Horton to get mad at me. I'm not going to Peter Horton. I'm, I realized I should have put in which which particular movie for the cast I 1983. wanted. 1983. Well, I'm just going to put in the first. 1984. Very close. Hello, Cat. Well, I see the name Peter Horton, which doesn't make me happy, and he's one of the first builds, so <laughs> it's making me doubt myself a little bit. Then we came out like six months before Terminator. Just a little bit. Uh, we got two couples left here in this camp, and oof, probably not going to go their way. Well, then they're we, all thinking about fornicating. Oh, all right. There's only the four because we technically have that other girl who she died. her what's that? The one with the dog. Yeah, she died. I missed it. She ran to the camera, screamed because she saw the killer. Yeah, and then they just cut away. Yeah, I don't they think do she sometimes. Died. No, she died. Mm-hmm. They do that sometimes. I think she just went home. But I liked it as a payoff to how many times she looked for the camera. Oh, I didn't catch that. She, so that was it. Like three times before, even when she's in her bunk, she's looking around for the camera, basically, and then she does see it at the end. And we find it. it, and that's the, and that's her. If we if we assume that that's her death, yes. that's oh okay. We don't have to assume. We see her body later. Oh. But oh, well, there. That's having more information. But I, I I love the way that's done because she's constantly looking basically for the camera, and then she finds it. Yeah, and it's perfect. Right. I love the one where she pops up in front of it. Go. That's, it's that's great. That's really that's a something you remember. It's an interesting style. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right, that's really cool. That's, all right, I get you. I get you. That's fun. That's why I've always said this movie has more to it than most of these. And that's why it's one of my favorites. It's also the most watchable movie because again, there's no parts where it's like oh, I hate this person or I hate this thing. They're just all. Now here's the here's the what we can see of the scene that they shot. Oh, oh, this is because she was seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> They did not know. That's fantastic. So this poor schmuck, when yeah. he found out, what he's like, uh-oh. Uh, he didn't do anything wrong. No, but, like, come on. Like, poor, oh, that would suck. I know, you know what I'm saying. It's like, uh, not trying to come off weird. Then put your penis away. <laughs> Jesus. But I'm not done yet. <laughs> Every time. Just because the guy took his shirt off, too. I'm not judging, but... All right, so this is... He's the one who's shirtless, not Paul. Yeah. Mm. She's, she's being as obvious as anybody's ever been. And he seems kind of aloof to it for the most part. Well, he is in a wheelchair. I don't know what that means. I don't know what works and what doesn't. Uh, that was legs. <laughs> or he's just lazy. You can take a guess on that one. Well, I don't know how much. Is there a Professor X kind of thing? Where nothing works below the waist? Until he learned to walk again. Wait, somehow. is that canon? It was canon in the comic book I wrote when I was 14. I learned today that Professor X's dick doesn't work. I, I believe so. What if it gets big enough that it's slightly above the waist? <laughs> what what if he's sitting down? What if he's laying down? That's definitely above Professor the waist. Professor X or, or guy here? 
This guy's works. He just told her it works. Oh, okay. So you're, you're saying, what if it, it, of its own, it still has, like, blood flow going to it? Do you think, like, Beast in X-Men comics Oops. ever just got, More like, fornication. Ever just got, like, tired of dealing with Xavier and just let him shit his pants and just didn't take him to the bathroom? Beast took care... Oh, in the movies? Because yeah. I don't... It wasn't that way in the comics. I think Beast would be the last person you'd want cleaning any kind of diaper situation because it's all fur. Like, that's just... Well, Beast stick. would be the last person you should want to do it. I yeah, don't think Xavier would care. It'd be nice and fluffy. It'd be, like, charming. Right, right. But Beast would not want to do <laughs> no. it. No. Just unsanitary. All over the place. And she takes out what is, in my opinion, much less sexy underwear than she has on. <laughs> she took off one. Period. Maybe she stained those. <laughs> well, is this, is this a period callback? For the bears? I uh, know, because she's ready to go. Right, well, she had to change the underwear. Yeah. I don't think they've been together long enough at the camp for them to start cycling together. Okay. She's getting ready for fornication. So they're all getting ready for fornication at the same time. How is Jason going to choose? I know. He's a busy man. My absolute favorite was Jason in space when they pick him up off the planet Earth. Yeah. And then... The minute they start sexing, he smells it. Like, he starts, like, waking up. They edit it together for every, like, layer that comes off. He starts twitching. Did they really? Yeah. Okay, I noticed and that in the movie. Yeah. The I, that's awesome. I've only seen it that one time in the theater. So that's fantastic that they did that on purpose. It's anniversary's coming up next month, too. I gotta write one of those. So that's the one I gotta watch for next week. No. You're next. <laughs> Your next week's assignment is to watch that Jason movie. Got it. So who knows what order these go up? This could be... Who knows when this is coming out? So people have already heard that you probably didn't watch your next yet. Oh yeah. We're supposed we to, so whoever you are, go watch your next, and then maybe I'll talk about it if I watched it. Or that's already happened. Or I've already talked about it, and you should call in and talk about it. What did she leave in the car that she needs? She's having sex. What do you think she has in there Condoms. that she needs for sex? I don't think that's what she needs. I think so. I don't think that she's interested. Lube. Yeah, there you go. And, you know, she keeps it in between the seat. A brush. A, a brush. whip. A spanker. I don't think he cares. What is that? Is it a brush? I think it is a brush. Good for her. Rain. Does that mean something? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Lightning. That means something. So where is he? Where's who? Jason? Jason. I don't know. Because we got three different places he could be. Oh, I see. What you're asking me. Yeah. I see what you're saying. We got this guy. We got the girl getting her brush. We got the couple having sex. I know where he should probably should I be. know where he's going to be. It's the sexing couple. Jason knows what's what. He's got a lot of work to do before those counselors get back. <laughs> he's in charge. Uh-oh. Oh, but he's not sexing. Uh-oh. He's thinking about But sexing. the other people are doing it. I feel there's a priority list. I mean, you know, like 911 calls. The most urgent get taken care of first. I don't think that's true. I think so. I don't think they cut off running to one place because something else happened. I, I think they do. Oh, wow. I've seen those movies. Oh! oh. oh. <laughs> he's not getting out of that wheelchair. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, right to this. I don't like their chances. That was very Mac and me, by the way. Uh, yeah. Ride down. This predates Mac and me. <laughs> nice. 
Mac and me origin story. Careful what you're showing here. So, fresh off that first kill. This killed four people so far. So you got that other girl and I wasn't paying attention again? Nope. Nope. The one who ran to the car for her hairbrush is still kicking? Yep. All right. Uh, uh, what we got? The spear is back. Good times. Notice he didn't put the mask on like Michael Myers did in Halloween and stand there. Yep. See? That was me knowing something. That is the most basic thing you could know about Halloween. But I knew I knew his name was Michael Myers, and then I knew he did the voice in the Shrek movies. Oh, uh, yeah. Who was, who was Donkey? Donkey was Axel Foley, who yeah. then was in the band Guns N' Roses. Are they going again? Jesus. Well, when you're young, you can do these things. This is a good one, because... Twofer? Is used to, there's a better cut of this. It's longer, but it's not in the movie, obviously. Because it was illegal? Where, yeah. Where uh, she can see the impending death. Yeah, she's right there. And she's trapped under him. It goes on longer. And it's it's a great death because she's just trapped. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. That also was a, a kill that was in a, an Italian movie the year before called The Twitch of the Death Nerve. And it's so similar. It kind of has to be ripped off. But they swear they didn't rip it off. But it's... Exactly. Parallel the same. thinking. I don't know. <laughs> it's exactly the same. <clears throat> and it was released the year before, yeah. like fully out, so you could have seen it, kind of thing. Not just all right. But that's yeah. got to be the way, right? Like whenever these studios come out with your twisters, your uh, the other one. But that one's purposely doing oh, it. Oh, well, no, for TV. Sorry. Then I'm thinking of what were the Armageddon and Deep Impact. Yeah. Like they chase each other on purpose, right? Like they know. And what was the other one? Dante's Peak and Volcano. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I never saw Dante's Peak. I think I saw the volcano with you in the theater. Dante's Peak is uh, Sarah Connor. Okay. I didn't see that one. And it's got one of the Bonds. I the Pierce Brosnan Bond. I'm not 100%. I think it's Sarah Connor. Does anyone get melted by lava? I don't remember. I don't know if I ever saw it. I get Dante's Peak and Lake Placid confused for some reason. I feel there should be a giant alligator in as part of the problem of yeah, the exploding volcano. Oh, right, but her boyfriend's not. Yeah. I don't no know. No one else. She's the only one left alive at the camp right now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, I still think that girl who looked at the camera's alive for now. I don't even know what fell. I'm so excited. This I hope is, she makes it. Yep, she's good. She's going to be fine. Okay, good. Whew, I've been lying the whole time. She's the final girl. <laughs> Whew. Well, there could be more than one final girl. Now, from the moment this starts... Until the very end of the movie is where it's my favorite movie. Right here? Yes. It's my is favorite anybody act. still here? Look at that mask laying on the ground. Who's here? Sandra. As we haven't seen Jason this whole time. We've seen his legs. I've seen his legs. Seen his hand. And I've seen his hand. Well, I've seen him put that when he jumped out of the tree and strangled the one guy. The, the We're finally going to get our reveal of old second. <laughs> Which, again, I think is better than the mask. Old Sackhead? Old Sackhead. Old Sackhead, old Sandra? Oh, nice. there he is. Ooh. Ah, nice. And it's all, it's all set him. up now. He's left-handed? I guess so. Yeah. yeah. I always thought you would hold the knife the other way for stabbing, like, into something. Earlier, he kills the guy hanging there with the back of the machete. I didn't. I did not notice that. I just think that it's he doesn't know how to use knives. 
<laughs> oh, she didn't make it. Uh oh. That's a shit. Look who's back. Ginny and Paul. Mm, our main characters. Everyone else is still drinking. No. From Ginny's perspective, she doesn't know any of this is happening. A lot of the times in these movies, they're like, oh, I have the bad feeling about this. I have yeah, yeah. obsessions going on. She's just walking into a horror movie now that she does not know is happening. No, everything's been normal. She had yep. a normal day at camp, except for that dog disappearing, perhaps. But that is the most uh, yep. excitement they had so far on their first day of camp. And is this the first day? Uh, this is No, it's like the second day of training. Okay. But we, we watched this character nope. for an hour, and she doesn't know... Nope, she knows nothing. ...that this is happening. And I just I find the fact that she has to now deal with this completely on the fly is what makes her great. Because, like, Nancy Thompson, Maury Nancy Strode... Thompson? Uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. They, they know these things are happening. Maury Strode was Halloween. Yeah. They're aware of problems from the beginning. She's aware of this legend, but she doesn't know anything's going on in this camp. Okay. Until right, right. Until, until right, right now, now. She's walking right into yep. this. Again, perfectly fine day. Well, she's like, hey, that's that mask. Where's that spear? Hmm. His kids smoke better dope than I do. <laughs> These guys don't seem that much older. No, they're not, but he seems kind of old. This is a pretty good red flag. Better be careful. Bears are going to get here soon. Oh, this is so good, Pete. We're going to get the Greek chase. The Greek? The Great Chase. Uh. Is that a Charlie Brown movie? It's the great Chase Charlie Brown. Imagine if Jason popped up in that one. That'd be something. Snoopy could take him. Now, Paul's a little too dismissive of what's happening since we just saw a bed full of blood. He's like, that's a prank. And he's she's like, that's He's the ridiculous. one who put that beware of bears on the mirror. Sure. So, so look, I guess there'd be bears here. Right, that's what I mean. Be careful. Bears are going to get you. That was his thought process. Now, this is... Do you want bears? That's how you get bears. This is where we just start popping off into the the great uh, climax of the movie. I thought you said it was when you go up the stairs from that point on. Oh, Oh, there's someone in this room. Oh, so good. Ooh. This Jason is very human, unlike later iterations, so he can be... uh, Fought. Fought, and he can stumble, and he can... I like that he led with the uh, not pointy end of the spear. Yeah. He's going to, if they just wait long enough, he'll impale himself by not knowing how to handle his equipment. <laughs> he really is showing. I like that. Like you said, you just said he's very human. He has no training. That's the thing. He's, I don't know, that's, I don't know how he found out. basic Alice. life skills. Again, he's lived, I guess he's uh, not a lawyer. He's lived in the woods, perhaps. That cat. This is good shit. She's got to try to hold the door and get out. It's good. This is where I say that like a lot of the ending of Scream, not the very ending, but the chase that predates uh, finding out it's billions too. There's a lot of Friday Thirteenth Part Two in there. Going Spoiler alerts! I think people know that one. We're gonna spoil anything before 2003, 2023, <laughs> 2023. Yeah. 2000. What year did Scream come out? 1996. Where is he? This is fun. This is, the, this is the best the series I've ever gotten, in my opinion. It's the only time... Uh, that got me. It's the only time it's... Genu- it's the only time this series, the series I think it's genuinely scary. <laughs> and, like, her frantic runs, it's perfect. Is it weird that I can remember being in situations like that? Not with somebody trying to kill me, but which one? Perhaps a yeah. game of tag or something? Like, sure. So I remember that feeling right there. 
What'd she grab? I missed it. Knife. Knife, okay. Or a ladle. I, I swear to God, I thought it was a ladle, which is why I asked the question. Ooh, we're doing it again. We're which way? Get, which is, way? We're going to do a bunch of stuff. This, is the, this becomes The Shining for a second. This is Wendy with the knife by the door as he's trying to bash it in. Mm. This is going to be there. This would have come out the year after The Shining? I was about to ask that. So The Shining came out... I'm pretty I, positive The Shining came out the same day as the first Friday the 13th. Okay. So this scene is definitely Wendy by the door. And we found the pointy end. Ah, Crazy Ralph. In the pantry. Out the window. This is why it had to start raining, because it just looks better. That was nice, too. When I saw the window flying out, I wasn't yeah. sure if I got punched in or out for half a second. Oh, no, there. Pete, her car doesn't work very yeah, well. Yeah, we know that. I already know that. I know, but it's so good. They told me that. They, I like They it spent too. their time setting it up. I like it, too. But they, what's great is, I imagine if you're watching this in the theater the first time in 81, you're already thinking, like, oh, no, that fucking car. Because, okay, again, it's not a comedy. They want you to be time. frustrated like she's frustrated. Right. Ah, whole <laughs> second. I like that little head tilt he did. Yep. So you know who it is. See, this is it's this sack hat. This is Sydney in the car when he's got the keys and he can open the doors on her. Oh, I'm trapped and I don't know what. Yeah. And I have a pitchfork. And I don't think Ghostface had a pitchfork. He should have a pitchfork. They should put one on a farm. I feel like they have. Come on. A scream on a farm? Oh, no, scream. I thought you mentioned a farm-based horror movie. Children of the Corn Pearl is, is a farm-based horror movie. Pearl, is a, farm Pearl horror. is a farm-based horror movie. Yeah, Ginny. The best. The best of us. I wonder where you sign up for these movies if you just realize that, like, a fourth of the movie you're just going to be running. <laughs> well, that, that sheriff certainly didn't know about that ahead of time. No, he didn't practice. <laughs> I've never seen someone use their arms like he used his arms to run. Ooh. Uh, right in the nuts. Right, a, a sack tap for the sack hat. Old sack head. Old sack head got a sack tap. You know how it goes. What do you think about the sack compared to the classic hockey mask? You know, I'm not gonna lie. I think it's more effective for so for horror. Yeah, but not it, iconic. Not, not no iconography. Not, where you know what was that movie? Open Range with Kevin Costner. Yeah, same thing. It, you had that dream, that. right? The sex. The sex have is it because it's got the real world like KKK yeah, kind maybe. of association? Like it's creepy and wrong, and you know it. Yeah. Also hillbilly esque, and you know what too? That was like old Halloween costumes. I've seen pictures sure. of that. Because he just kind of like drew a face on a sack. I don't know why that's creepy, but old kids are creepy. She has no idea what to do at this point. No. The cars car don't work. Start. You don't that know car she can't go. open. She's trapped at this camp. Balls, who knows? Mm-hmm. I think this Ball was... got knocked out fast. Is there... Is there more other films later where it's the running through the woods and Jason always catches up to you regardless? Yeah, or is this the start of it? He, he's still bound by the laws of man in this one. Because that's what it seems like from what I've... So it was one of the later ones that yeah, they started he starts at. teleporting. Right, okay. When he gets the mask. He's still bound by the laws of man. I like that. Yeah, he's not for long. <laughs> that's good. He's got to go to hell. Pretty much after four, it just becomes he can do whatever he wants. They make that one of the things in the game you can teleport around. I think I remember yeah. that. I figured that out it's at clever. some point. But I never learned how to do it effectively, so I just like pop up inside a cabin closet and I'm like this is pointless. <clears throat> uh oh, where is she? 
I saw her. Under the bed. In the hallway. Turn the light, man. He doesn't have electricity. He doesn't know how that works. He might not know how it works. He doesn't know how pitchforks work. He doesn't know how knives work. No, he found the pointy end of the pitchfork. Yeah, he found the pointy end of the pitchfork. It's it's uh, machetes he, and knives. He doesn't understand. He only stabbed a couple of times, and then just said, eh, "I guess this doesn't work." When he was trying to get oh, her through the under car. The bed. Classic spot. Under the bed. I don't think I'd fit under a bed. So if Jason these was chasing are, me, these are those uh, camp beds too. I'm definitely not fitting under a camp bed. Jason would see me right away, feet sticking out, arms sticking out, bed a couple of inches in the air. Uh oh, a rat. Man, if only there were a dog to chase it away. There's Jason covering his bases. That would be the most terrifying thing to me. A rat coming at you? And now she peed herself. <laughs> you know, <laughs> as somebody, well, let's just say I have knowledge, if you were to pee, it wouldn't just come out like that. It'd soak into your clothes first. Sure. It wouldn't just come out like that. I like it as an idea, though, that, like, she can't scream, but she has to let out her fear. Uh, I like it. It's just a concept. I also like this. He knows she's under the bed, so she just flip over the bed. No, I'm going to hide in this chair. <laughs> and Still I'm got his pitchfork. And was that a sling? No, it was a pitchfork handle. Looked like a slingshot briefly. Imagine if that was the callback from earlier. Oh, a yeah. slingshot. Oh, chainsaw. Remember? Chainsaw. Remember? She gets him once, but that's it. Yeah, take that. You're probably fine now. Yeah, it's okay. Let's go good. find Paul. Probably start having sex. Probably my, my, my suggestion. Well, you gotta celebrate. Nothing makes you feel alive like almost dying. And still bound by the laws of man. I don't think he can come back to life, right? No. Right, you're good. No, one, one chainsaw bit to the arm and a chair to the back of the head is probably gonna do you in. It would do me in. I'm not gonna lie. I think just the first... Five minutes of the running would have done you in. <laughs> a turtle did once outrun me. <laughs> but to be fair, it knew where it was going. <laughs> That's right, too. Luckily, it wasn't chasing that, me. Look, we know where she's heading now because we've set up twice that this pond with the, this little pool with the uh, rock in it is the way to the... The road. The shack. And the circular loop, though, first. To the love shack. Tin roof. Rusted. No. That means she's pregnant. She can't be because uh, I happen to know for a fact that she's on her period right now. Oh. <laughs> I saw a whole bed. Yeah. Just, look, this is a great shot in the window. So oh, good. that was cool. That's what I mean. These, these movies never had this again. With somebody who actually kind of understood tension. Right. and Well, understands, use, I don't know what it's called because I, I don't know film, but when they use the background stuff to let, like, let the story proceed. That, that moment right. there is absolutely terrifying because he's, he's coming full force. He's not right. looking around. He's like, I know where you are and I'm coming. But we got to find out what's behind that door that we set up. I say it's another person. Ah, Ooh, is that his mom's head? That's his mom's head Sweet. and sweater. Now she's going to use that child psychology of hers. Because she's already sussed out that he'd be a mentally handicapped, frightened child in his mind. As she was trying to think of what his life would be like. 
So she's going to apply that knowledge. Is there no back door? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just It'd be funny if he just was like, popped in. <clears throat> she just runs away out the back door. Yeah, this is kind of fun. Because now she only has one move left. What if you hold the head hostage? I just like that she was a child psychologist and she okay. she figured out that he doesn't understand what he says. Like he wouldn't understand what death is. He wouldn't. I'm not going to lie. Right here, when she was looking at the head, I thought she was going to duck her head down into the sweater and put the mummy head up on top of it. Uh, and then walk out there and go, Jason, darling. She's kind of doing that. She's kind of doing that, but I thought they were going to do the full thing. That is not the case. This is probably the most interesting way to fight a villain that these movies ever had. Is Wait, Psycho was a mother figure, too. Yes. Mother wouldn't like that. Friday the 13th is basically a reverse Psycho. It's the mother killing. Oh, yeah. But Look everyone at that. thinks it's this, yeah. A reverse Psycho. They just call that normal. <laughs> Damn it, we can't end it there. <laughs> Click. Good night, folks. <laughs> Sorry, we didn't finish. <laughs> and that was that movie, whatever it was called. This this psychology on Jason will be used again in four by Corey Feldman to Corey convince Corey. him that he's himself. That Corey Feldman is the young Jason, and he's talking to himself. Makes I, less sense than this one. I like Corey Feldman. He's great in that movie. He's great in everything. But there's a flaw. You moved. He saw. There's Terry. Oh. She got killed. Oh, another leg slash. Hey! Hey, Paul woke up and somehow found this cabin. Blonde flannel. <laughs> how did he find that cabin? Nobody's known it's there for all Wait. these years. Wait. I understand he... how she found it. I understand how the cop found it. I don't understand how Paul found it. But he was the one out there building traps and stuff, right? Allegedly. Paul's his wilderness bullshit. Oh, yeah, his wilderness bullshit is tracking, so he probably tracked him. That's true. He's like, something went off in my... Uh... <laughs> something went off with my wilder powers. Yep. I got it. Oh. Well, is she dead? She might be napping. She could be. Is her dog dead? I think that was just a squirrel. The classic Friday the 13th slow motion kill shot. Just like we saw in the opening where his mother gets beheaded. Oh. With the slow motion. I didn't know that was the actual... Oh. Now, there's a lot of... Yeah. Problems with the last the, the last three minutes of this movie, and we'll get to that when it happens. But I'll just say that the third movie begins from this moment okay. with him getting up off the floor, having just gotten so a if, knife through his neck and shoulder. So if we stop it right now, we could go right to part three. We could we could open right on a very clearly different actor on a clearly different set getting off of the floor. Okay, <laughs> with the sack still on his head, with the hockey mask on. And when and he takes the sack off, there's a hockey mask. No, he gets the oh. hockey mask. Uh, in the third one. Because someone took a, a sack. Because she took a sack. Oh, this is now the new timeline. The problem is the people really like the ending of the first one where Alice has the dream and the kid pops out of the water. So they want that shock moment. So they right. have to kind of put you in another dream for that to happen. Because oh. canon-wise, this should be where Jason's story ends for this movie. All right. And... The third one basically tells you that's true, but it just further muddles. So we're watching a deleted scene. It further muddles what's about to happen. Alternate ending. What's real here? What's a dream? 
it doesn't make a ton of sense. Which, I, like I said, 70 minutes of this movie, perfection. First 10, last few. That's why it's not a five-star movie. It's a four-and-a-half-star movie. That's pretty good. Out of how many? Out of five. Oh. It's for, for this series, it's the best it ever got. It's my favorite of the Friday 13th by far. Well, not by far. There's there's some other good ones. Four and six are good. I think you'd like six. It's a, the, the comedy one. I like Jason X. <laughs> That's not one of the good ones. It's the only one I've seen in the theater. I think it might be the only one. I, oh, I saw Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah, I saw Freddy vs. Jason, too. But you are correct. Now, basically, what happens here has to be a dream. But when did they start? When did she start dreaming? When did the question. dream start? Okay, that's why it doesn't make sense. Is there anything right now that tells me this is a dream, or it's the surprise? There's about gone? there's about to be something that tells All you right. it's a dream, but that's the problem. It's like what? Is it a guy riding a rainbow unicorn? And that's when did she, she fall asleep? Did she just fall asleep right here? Is this like? You know what I mean? Did he lay her down on the bed and then she fell asleep? And this is all. It doesn't make sense. There's no time for her to. Fall you asleep. don't see any point where you can no. draw the. No. Because the they didn't have an idea for this. So they just ended this. Like, Look, uh, she knows how to use the pitchfork. Right. How is Jason ever a match for any of these people? <laughs> well, one, gets, do, one guy knew how to use a slingshot. He gets superpowers, I right? I can use a slingshot. It's harder than you'd think. You keep hurting your fingers. I'm teaching Sam to use a slingshot. It's not my, my fingers. Wisest that seems choice. like a bad idea. It, not my wisest life decision. Paul's got a shovel and doesn't look like he knows how to use it. No, he's done. He's going to nope. bash him with the top part of the shovel. <laughs> we are doomed as a society if we ever had to farm for ourselves. She looks... Absolutely terrified. That's just a great actor. That's also one of the reasons that her character's so good. She looks... Look at her. She's terrified. Yep. Yay! Best movie ever. Yeah, but we know Muffin's dead. No, we don't. I told you it was a squirrel. No, we know Muffin's dead. So, if Muffin's dead, then this has to be a dream. You know what? They, there was a really good vet nearby. Yeah, he's pretty good. Jason. Silverback. Jason is also a vet. All right, there we go. Oh, Muffin... I'm happy too, buddy. God darn it. This is what they wanted. They wanted their scare shot like the last one. And it works. But what happened here? Because <laughs> this isn't happening. All right, I'm sorry I'm being silent. No, it's I, all right. It's, it's the, I'm going to try to explain the unexplainable. Because it doesn't... She has to fall asleep at some point between Paul getting her out of the cabin and then this all happening. But there's never a moment where she falls asleep. Because here she is the next morning being rescued. So she survives. But her question is, where's Paul? And it just further complicates things. Because what happened to Paul? Where is Paul? Why do you ask me this question? (laughs) Okay. That is a very good point. Where is Paul? It doesn't... It's like... How did she get back here? Well... Exactly. So, Paul had to get her back here because Paul was there. Or did she walk around in a delirium for, you know... It's one of those things where they didn't know how to end this movie. And it's unfortunate because everything that came before it, that last 20 minutes, gold. Well, you end the movie with her stumbling back to the cabin, right? And just call it a day. Why put in whatever the heck we just watched? Like, genuinely, you could just end it. You could just have a shot of her falling asleep, and it would work, as long as she doesn't ask where Paul is, because now you've raised a whole bunch of other questions. Because Paul is clearly alive in canon when they leave the Jason cabin. And Jason, nobody's surviving him pumping through the window. She didn't get saved after that, and Muffin's dead. 
So that doesn't make allegedly. Any, allegedly, uh, you, I guess you have proof you're not. Yeah, I have proof. I, I, that that is an odd last couple of minutes. I know. Like I said, first ten minutes, last couple, problematic. Even the first ten's not even bad. It's just how much of the first movie they reshow you. That was more fun than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, the actual Ellis in the house being, you know, getting killed and having the opening the shower curtain stuff like that was actually interesting. Yep. It's the long recap of one. Yeah, well, I guess having not actually watched it and just talked my way over yeah. it, it's not too bad. This movie is largely consumed on, you know, uh, marathons. So you just finished watching one. And you Two stars and you're watching movie. one again. They but, couldn't have known that at the time. All right. So Sorry, I'm looking to see. I like to I like to look at who did what, and I go like, "Good for you guys. Good for you." So, what did you think of your possibly first time watching? It was I don't know. It was more fun than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I, I again, I the the camera stuff was. I think it's, it was fun. The kills were fun. It was. Not, Jason popping out of that bed was fun. Like everything that yeah. happened after that was fun. I like his little sack. Little sack. Head. All sack. Head. I like the sheriff. The out-of-shape sheriff. I think... I know my people, and those are my people. Uh, the stars are back, so hit, hit play in one, two, three. So, guess how many stars there are. I've got a little game for you. I think it's 22. Mm, I guess we're... Oh! A the movie's over. And the movie's over. Well, anything you want to say to wrap up Friday the 13th Part 2? Get out of my house. All right, that'll be the end of this. That's actually what he's... That wasn't on mic, was it? All right, we'll see you next time. Go to ScareValue.com. ScareValue.com.